Father, we thank you again for your faithfulness. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your goodness. For again, we come before you to receive of you, to eat the bread of life, to renew our strength in your word. And Lord, we ask for wisdom as we begin to declare your word this morning. We ask, Lord, for understanding they granted unto us to hear, to receive the truth of your word, and our lives be transformed by the reading of your word this morning. Lord, we bring ourselves at your feet to learn that we may do, that your glory may be seen in us. We thank you again. We glorify you this morning. Receive all the glory again and all the praise. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Praise God. This, this morning we just want to take a look at briefly what it means to what it means how do we grow in Christ? How do we grow in Christ? What are the things we need to do to keep growing? Because in Christ growing is a continuous thing. We never stop growing. We never come to a point where we say, ah, I've arrived. There's no more need for me to grow. No. We keep growing. We keep making progress. We keep taking steps to becoming all that we ought to be. But when we understand how we grow, it becomes easier for us to grow appropriately. And what we need to do so we can grow very well. Praise God. So this morning we just want to share briefly how we grow in Christ. Now it's that God wants you and I to grow up. God wants us to grow up. Not just growing in height or in weight or weight. Praise God. But he wants us to grow particularly spiritually emotionally, psychologically, grow in all dimensions. And to grow up means to mature. To grow up means to do what? To mature. It is not about growing old. Sometimes I'm growing, I'm now 100 years old. That's not what it means. Because there are many Christians who are old, grow, have grown old, but they have not grown up. You can grow old without growing up. You can grow what? Old, old without growing up. If you are 20 years old, you are still behaving like a 10 year old, you have not grown up. If you are 10 years old, you are behaving like a 5 year old, you still have not grown up. If you are 60 years old, you are still behaving like a 30 year old, you are still not grown up. Praise God. At whatever stage you are, there are certain things that are expected of you to do to show that you are growing up. Now, spiritual growth is not an automatic something. As I said, God wants us to grow spiritually. But spiritual growth is not automatic. Just the same way that physical growth is not automatic. It is a gradual process. In the physical way to grow, you must be eating good food, live in a good environment, take good nourishment, and as you do that, you keep growing. 
In the spirit also, if you want to grow spiritually, you have to keep also taking the nourishment, spiritual nourishment. Now, when your parents want you to grow, they commit themselves to providing you the things that will enable you to grow, including good nourishment. Now, spiritually, you're the one who's going to commit yourself to growing spiritually by deliberately doing some things. Praise God. Deliberately doing some things. Now you become what you are committed to. If you are committed to growing spiritually, you will grow. But if you are not committed to it, you won't grow. Because growth, spiritual growth, is not automatic. It's not whether you do or you don't do, you grow. Praise God. There are those who make full commitment to grow spiritually. There are those who make half-hearted commitment. The result always shows. Those that make a commitment to worldly goals, goals that they want to, somebody say, I want to be a medical doctor. I want to be an engineer. I want to be a wrestler. I want to be famous. I want to be known they begin to do something. When they make a commitment of what they want to become, they make a commitment and begin to walk towards it. Somebody say, I want to be a famous musician. He begins to prepare himself. Go to music school, learn how to play instruments, or learn how to sing, or learn how to write songs, and begin to perform, and begin to learn, and begin So, as he does that consistently over time, he begins to become known. In the same way spiritually, if you want to become anything significant in the kingdom, you must commit yourself to it and continue to learn in the process, do something about it every day of your life. And so growing it simply means becoming like Christ. Praise God. Growing spiritually simply means becoming like Christ because he is our example. He is our life. It says, in him we live, in him we move, and in him we have our being. So, as we keep learning about him, and as we keep acting like him, we are transformed becoming like him. Nothing makes our life to stand out more than commitment. You commit to family life, you commit to marriage, you commit to your job, commit to your profession, you commit to things of God. Anything you make a commitment to brings about a change in your life. The kind of commitments you make determines what becomes of your life. Some people die or their lives are destroyed because of the kind of commitments they make. You commit to being a member of a court, you will die. You commit to becoming an armed robber, your life will be shot. You may steal from 20 people, but the 20, what, 21st person, you will die. You may steal from five people, the seventh person you're going to steal from, you'll be caught and you'll be shot. So whatsoever you commit your life to, 
That is what your life will become. Now, once you decide to get serious about becoming like Christ, then you must begin to do one of few things. Think like him and act like him. You want to be like Christ? You begin to do what? Think like him and act like him. The Bible says, for we have the mind of Christ. So if we have the mind of Christ, we should begin to think the way he thinks, talk the way he talks, and begin to act the way he acts. Philippians 2, 12 to 13 says, Continue to work out your salvation with fear and trembling, for it is, the, it is God who works in you to will and to act according to his good purpose. Now, working out your salvation is different from working for your salvation. Praise God. You have the mind of Christ. For you to act like Christ, you need to begin to think first. Last week, we talked about the power of thinking. The thing, Bible said, as a man thinketh, so he is becoming. If you're thinking like Christ, you will begin to become like him. Or begin to be manifesting him in your life. Those kind of food that you eat, will he eat it? Those kind of drinks that you drink, will he drink it? Those kind of places will you go to, will he go there? Even if he goes there, what purpose is he going there? Is it to preach or to just go and be with them? He mingled with the rich, the poor, the ugly, the sinners, but he did not mingle with them so that he can do what they are doing. He can learn to do what they are doing. He mingled with them so that he can show them how to live better. That association you belong to, what is the purpose? Thinking about the way he thinks, so you can begin to act the way he acts. Now, it is your responsibility to work out your salvation. Work it out. That means take responsibility to begin to manifest the God that's in you. Take responsibility to manifest it outside. Praise God. Become like God. Become like Jesus. Now, spiritual growth is a collaborative effort. is a collaborative activity. God does the working inside of you. He has done it through Christ. And now what he has done in the inside of you, you have to work it out. That means you have to make it manifest. For it is he that worketh in you, both to will and to do of his good pleasure. He works in you for salvation. Now you work that salvation out for people to see your good works and give praise to your Father which is in heaven. Praise God. You cannot work out, you cannot work for your salvation. That has been done. Jesus has worked for our salvation. He has done all it takes. Our responsibility is to work out our salvation. That means 
the good things, the good life that we have in the inside. Nobody knows it. Nobody sees it. Because the world we live, people live by sight. But they need to see it and give glory to your Father which is in heaven. Which is where you come in, you work out your salvation. The thing, the salvation that you have in the inside, let it come to the outside. That people might see your good works and give glory to your Father which is in heaven. To work out means to develop what you have. To work out means to develop what you have. To bring it to the outside, what you have on the inside. To work out means to bring out what you have in the inside to the outside. Bring out what you have in the inside to the outside. That's what it means to work out your salvation. Bring out what you have in the inside to the outside. Because when it comes out the outside, the people will see it and say, This one indeed is a child of God. By your attitudes, by the things you say, they will know that you are different. It's not enough to say, I am born again. It's not enough to say, I'm a child of God. Can we see it? What are we going to see? Let's see the fruit of your being born again. By your lifestyle. Praise God. Work it out. They said, your growth, spiritual growth, begins by changing your mind. Changing your what? Changing your mind. Your spiritual growth starts by what? Changing your mind. The way you think. Your mind is important in the things of God. God cannot force you to change your mind. He can only appeal to you to change your mind. Because your mind is in your hands. You have the power to do something with your mind. Praise God. You have the power to do something with your mind. Now let's take a look at it. Romans chapter 12, verse 12b. Romans chapter 12, verse 2b. And it says... Okay, let me read Romans chapter 12, verse 2. 12 verse, it says... And be not conformed to this world. Be not conformed to this world. But be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Don't think like the way the world thinks. The world thinks in terms of revenge. Do me, I do you. The world thinks in terms of, I will do you, you will know how far. Praise God. <laughs> That's the way the world thinks. He said, but do what? Be renewed, be transformed by what? The renewing of your mind. Change the way you think. What are you going to use to renew your mind? The word of God. What has God said about your life? What has God said about that situation? When somebody offends you, what's the word of God say? Forgive them. Praise God. How many times will you forgive them? Seventy times seven. Because he knows that somehow, somehow, someone will do what? Offend you. Someone will disappoint you. And sometimes people don't disappoint you because they want to disappoint you. 
Sometimes they disappoint by reason of circumstances of life that may be beyond their control. But whatever thing it is, whether they disappointed you by choice, whether they disappointed you by not their choice, he says, forgive. Praise God. 70 times 7, that is the number of times you forgive someone. Praise God. That's what the scripture says. Now it says, be you, renew, be you transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. As you keep renewing your mind, it will begin to be clear to you what the will of God is for you in every area of your life. You will no longer live in confusion. Should I do this? Should I not do this? Must I go or should I not go? Because you are in tune with the Spirit of God. You will know what God wants you to do clearly. Because you are constantly engaging with the world. Your thinking, your, the world becomes the basis for your thinking. You think with the world. You evaluate situations of life with the world. You examine issues about your relationship with people from the word of God. How will Jesus behave? If it were Jesus, how will you do it? So the way you think determines the way you feel. The way you think determines what? The way you feel. And the way you feel influences the way you act. So if you keep thinking with the word of God, you will see you have a good feeling. Even when someone has offended you, it might pain you, but you quickly let it go. So to be like Christ, you must begin to develop the mind of Christ. Praise God. The mind of what? Does Christ have mind? Does he have mind? If you want to be like him, you have to develop his mind, his kind of mind. That means, what I mean by the mind of Christ is how he thinks, how he sees himself, how he relates with people. That's what he means by the mind of Christ. Say, we have the mind of Christ. Praise God. You have the mind of Christ. Do you have the mind of Christ? I have the mind of Christ. I can think well. I can talk well. And I can live well. Praise God. So, being like Christ simply means thinking the way he thinks. And then, by thinking the way he thinks, you can begin to act the way he acts. It's not complex. It's not complex. Anytime you want to do something, ask yourself, what will Jesus do? Even if you acted without thinking, because many people act without thinking. They even talk without thinking. And so after they have finished talking, they regret what they have said. Even if you do that, no problem. Regret it, confess it, but say you will not do it again. Become deliberate with the way you live. Becoming like Christ begins by changing the way you think. The way you think about your business, the way you think about people. I always talk about giving people a benefit of trust. 
He said, he said, we believe the better things of you. Give people the best of opportunity. The way you think about yourself, you're a child of God. You, ha you have the capacity to make do the right things, but you can also do the wrong things. And when you are done the wrong things, accept it and don't defend yourself. Say, I'm sorry. Nobody is infallible. Change the way you think. Sometimes when somebody says you were done wrong, you start to say, oh, I didn't know. You start explaining it. It doesn't change anything. Change the way you think about sin. Sin is evil. Don't live in it. But you're no longer a sinner because you are born of God. Because whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world. Praise God. Praise the Lord. So don't allow sin to weigh you down. Change the way you think about God. God is now your father, not your enemy. God is not your enemy. Praise God. He is your father. And as your father, he's always looking out for the best concerning you. And when you misbehave, he will discipline you, but he will not cast you away. Praise God. Change the way you think about other people. Give other people a chance to prove themselves. Even if they have failed you, give them a chance. Believe that they can do better. Even if they don't do better, just believe that they can do better. Think about change the way you think about life. Life is a gift from God. Life is not fair. Life is not what? It's not fair. Because you see, sometimes people who are not qualified for something, they get it. So what are you going to do? You going to kill yourself? No. So life is not fair. In the human sense, it's not fair. In the human sense, life is not what? Fair. That's the truth. I'm telling you now. Change the way you think about your future. You see that song we sing? Colorful and bright, I must get there. Colorful and bright, I must get there. The future is bright, I must get there. The future is bright. You must see a bright future for yourself. Don't commit suicide today because things are not working out the way you want it to work out. Always believe God for the best. Keep working for the best. Keep working for the best. Keep trusting God. Keep exerting yourself. As we said in our reading, we said, the race that is set before you, keep running it. Look, taking it, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of your faith, who for the joy that was set before him, despised the cross, endured the cross rather, despising the shame. As you're doing the thing that God has called you to do, you'll experience shame. Some people will mock you. They will laugh you. They will do all kinds of things to you. But don't be distracted. Keep going. Remember that the one who has called you is able to see you through. Change the way you think about everything. Everything in this life. Change the way you think about it. Don't keep thinking old thoughts. You don't believe yourself. If you don't believe in yourself, it is difficult for you to believe everybody or anybody. Any, anytime somebody tells you something, you won't believe because you yourself don't even believe in yourself. You don't believe in yourself because you lie to yourself. So you think that everybody else is lying. So it's difficult for you to maintain a relationship with people because you lie to yourself. You deceive yourself. And so when someone relating with you, you also think they are lying to you. They are not truthful. So it's difficult for you to trust people on any matter. So change the way you think. Praise God. We are to think the way Jesus Christ thinks. And as we close this morning, let's read that scripture, Philippians chapter 2, verse number 5. As we close this morning, Philippians chapter 2, verse number 5. Thinking the way he thinks.
How does it take? Praise God. Philippians chapter 2, verse 5. It says, Are you there? 2 5. It says, Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Look at it. What was it? Who, being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, and took upon himself the form of a servant, and was made in the likeness of man. See, the problem with people is that they are too much concerned about their reputation. Because you're too much concerned about your reputation, you are ready to even to hide something protecting your reputation. Meanwhile, you know you're lying. You want people to see you in a certain way. You want people to see you in a certain way. But Jesus, he knew who he was. He was not interested in just reputation. What people say. Reputation is what people think about you. That's what reputation is. Reputation is what? What people think about you, how people see you, how you want people to see you, that reputation. You're more interested in how people see you than you're interested in how God sees you. God knows you through and through. He knows me. So if you are more interested in how people see you, you will never operate in the mind of Christ. You will never. It's impossible. Because you're always interested in doing things that will make people see you in a certain way. That they will approve of you. Jesus did not come here to seek for approval. He knew who he was. He was a big man. He knew. He came from heaven. But he didn't, he didn't, it was not a big deal. He still made himself a servant. So you know who you are. So you don't have to, you know, package yourself to impress anybody. Be real. Jesus was real. Have the mind of Christ. He is God. He is the Alpha and the Omega. Yet he presented himself as a servant. He never changed who he was. He was still God even when he was still a servant. Praise God. If you have this mind, your life will be so easy because you are not living for human acceptance or for reputation or to be seen and be clapped for and be celebrated. You don't need to be celebrated. If you are worthy of celebration, you will be celebrated. Praise God. May the Lord give us understanding. May the Lord help us to walk in his ways. That we might grow to become like Christ. Who even though he was God, did not consider it a big deal to be anything less so that he may fulfill his purpose. May our personal egos, may our reputation not stand in the way of what God has called us to do in every situation and any circumstance. In Jesus' mighty name, God bless you. Hallelujah. We thank you for your word that always blesses. Your word that always exposes our weaknesses. Your word that also strengthens us and shows us the way out. Your word does not come to condemn us. It comes to show us what to do. That we might grow and become like Christ. And Lord, we thank you again this morning because that word has come. And we receive it with humility. And we give you all the glory and praise. In Jesus' mighty name.